Welcome everyone to Let's Chat About Death. My name's Chris and I'm joined by Emma today. Hello, Emma. Hello, Chris. Good to uh, see you and hear from you again. Um, So today's podcast will be on um, superstitions of the funeral industry or superstitions of rituals, funeral rituals around the world, Um, not only in Australia but obviously, uh, yeah, in, in other countries. And a lot of countries that... Um, their rituals are quite, quite, um, full on. Mm-hmm. Um, some of these you may have already heard of before, um, but that's okay. We might be able to, um, add some more information to that. And the other one is some countries that, yeah, you're just going to think how uh, far out, uh, didn't even know that existed. Um, so Emma, what, what is there, uh, in regards to some superstitions? So the biggest thing that I found, cause the reason why this sort of popped up is I was looking more into um, the old one that I think everyone's heard of where you had they had a bell tied to their toes or their hands and they were buried but the bell was above ground. So that was um, in about in the 1800s where people were really thinking they were going to get buried alive. Mm, um, so um, they were called safety coffins and they were contractions that were well, what's built. What's so safe about it if you're <laughs> under three tonne of earth? Yeah, I know. I don't quite understand that. But they were the, the way they were built was that um, there was an attachment to the person that was in the coffin so that So if, like on their toe or on something? On their toe. That yeah. was one of the most common ones and then that was attached to a bell that was up the top um, so mm. that the, uh, the night watchman, if you heard the bell, would come wow. over and go, oh, mm. hang on a minute, something weird's going on here. Yeah. They're also, um, with the safety coffins, there were people that put in uh, tubes in glass to see if they were still breathing so that they could look down and see if there was um, anything had happened or if they'd been buried alive. So how do you, how does that work though? Quite common in um, old mausoleums. So they, so they put a tube put, down into the ground. Yep, so they could get air in just in case. Oh, okay. So yeah, that, yeah, yeah, so yeah, that yeah. if the bell went, then they could dig. And still mm. there'd be enough air for them to... to That's to, quite yeah. um, sci-fi really, isn't it? It is. It is. And it's all, yeah, yeah it's all literally 1800s sort of thing. It's, okay. Yep. There's never been a reported person being saved by them. It's probably a religious thing too, was it? Yeah, it could have been. Yeah. yeah. So mm. that was that was one. I don't think I'd like to have been the night watchman at the graveyard. Though. No, 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 no. Imagine having multiple bells going off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's another one? Another one, and there seems to be a common theme um, with some with the actual hearse or the car that's being used in the funeral. So um, a lot of people believe that if you used a car other than a hearse, mm. um, that whoever's car that was, so whoever's family car, led to, it meant that someone else in their family would die. So if they used um, a van or a, a wagon or something like that from their family like especially if it's in an area that doesn't have access to funeral homes as much, yeah. then it was believed that that family would then have uh, another death come upon them. Oh. Mm. It's a bit unfortunate really, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But I want to know how these rituals or how these things happen. 
Like how, like, well, obviously something's happened to a family and they've gone, oh, yeah, that was because Bob brought the Cortina around the other day with Pop in it and, yeah, like. Well, word of wow. mouth. Or Chinese whispers. Literally Chinese either, whispers. Either one or the other. Yep, definitely. Um, another one that's related to the car is in the Philippines, they traditionally will throw coins in front of the actual funeral car as it's driving. Yeah. Um, and the thought of that is um, so that the, the actual person who's passed away can actually access money in their afterlife. Okay, yeah. So I don't know what they're going to use for it. Yeah. But a lot of that's also, you know, and, and we, we've all heard of the pharaohs and we all know that they've, They've been buried with nearly, nearly all their stuff well, a lot of, to take into the afterlife. A, a lot of coins um, and, yeah, being Philippines, being the Asian cultures, they tend to put a lot of coins or even um, uh, like toy money. And oh, yeah. a lot of um, the Buddhist communities, they'll like burn uh, cardboard houses and cars because they're the things that, when they do leave this earth, that that's where they're going to. So the symbolization of burning those items means it's going to come real for them. Oh. Yeah. So putting money or coins, coins in the mouth, coins on the eyelids, all of those type of things. Yeah, that's quite common. Yeah, there's, yeah. there is also um, funny you mentioned the coins on the eyelids. So that's one that um, they believe it came from ancient Greece, and they believe that because. Um, People, when they passed away, would travel through Hades and they, the way they had to cross from Hades into heaven meant that they had to go across the river Styx, okay? So mm. because Hades is was known as hell, um, coins were placed on the deceased's eyes so that it would actually pay for their passage. Ah, oh, okay, yeah. So that that way would be able to get in there. Um, but then that sort of moved into in the more, more, more modern times that they would put the coins on there to help in case rigor mortis set in. So it's like two for two jobs in a way. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. Other things also too, um, don't go to a funeral if uh, you are pregnant or engaged in China. It is not um, something that they believe but should what, ha- happen. But what's the reason behind that though? Well, they say that it could bring bad luck. Okay, to yeah. both you, the person who's pregnant, or the baby, or both. So they uh, do they do they feel as though that the, that person that's passed away can then be moved across into the womb of that baby and then do something to it? Yeah, mm. it's oh, like right. opening up a doorway. Yeah. Okay. But and the engaged thing, what? Same again. Um, more the fact that it could bring you bad luck in your marriage. Right. What happens if it's your, like your grandfather or your father or something? Too bad. Yeah, pretty much. Just, they would have don't. to decide if they're going to go risk the, the bad luck or if they're going yeah. to. Um, Could be a family thing too where, you be. know, you don't come because you're just engaged. But obviously when you're married that might be totally different. But, yeah, engaged or, or pregnant seems seems weird. But once again, we're not, uh, we're in Australia, so we, we don't, you know, we're not really up with a lot of things overseas, but we're learning heaps. That's good. Exactly. And another one is, and it actually came from the Victorian era um, in England, and it's, it's look, it's probably something we should all be careful doing anyway, is yawning, you know, try and yawn, not yawn at the wrong time. Um, but the belief was if you yawned at a funeral, it meant that the uh, person who passed away could enter your body. 
for their spirit could could come oh, okay. and uh, enter yeah. the body of the person who yawns. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No sleeping on the job. No, exactly no. right. No. Then there's some other ones that are extremely interesting, and um, one of the, from also from Philippines and China is don't wear red. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. yeah. So red in their culture is actually more of a good luck, joy, happiness, weddings. Um, it's quite common to see red uh, worn red. out. Yeah. yeah. So you don't wear that um, in to a funeral. So is that bad luck again? No, it's more inappropriate. Right. Okay. Um, in Africa, they believe that you need to make sure that if someone's past, uh, being buried, it can't be too close to a farm. Um, or an area mm. that's got cultivated lands because they believe then that the person that's buried will bring bad luck to the farmer and the crops won't grow. It just blows my mind how, like we just said before, how all of these things came up. Mm-hmm. Like um, They've originated there, there, from somewhere. There's obviously been some very, uh, very um, traumatic type events happening on these properties or around the place for them to even come up with this. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other things that are a bit more, I suppose, light-hearted. One, you know, leaving food. So leaving food out for for the dead. Uh, in Mexico, yeah. that's very, very common. They would leave, family members will leave food um, on the gravestones of their deceased. Yeah. And then when someone dies, it pretty much is a, a significant part of the celebration yeah. because the food itself is helping provide nourishment for when that person will come back from the spirit. The other world. thing is too is there's a lot of cultures and it's normally the Buddhist or the Asian type of communities too where they give offerings, offer mm-hmm. um, to to their gods um, or spirit guides or whatever as a sign, yeah, as a gift. So oranges, nectarines, mm-hmm. um, mandarins, all of those type of things, you know, bag of fruit, whatever it is, and then they put it on a platter and then it's presented onto the altar. So, um, yeah, that's, yeah, that's pretty interesting too. What What is it about rain during a funeral? I so read the, about that. Yeah, too. so the weather is definitely something um, – in, in the Appalachian Mountains, it's quite common, but they believe that... Where is the Appalachian uh, Honestly, I'm not 100% sure. Right, okay. Uh, <laughs> um, they they thought that uh, a funeral on a rainy day meant that the soul of the person will go to heaven. Right. All right? But if... What are you th- doing? I'm just going to look gonna that up. I'm just going to look that up. <laughs> if a thunderclap is heard after the funeral um, and the burial, it means that that... Person has made it safely to heaven, okay? Oh, North America. North America. Okay, that makes sense, yeah. There you go. Um, So, yeah, so if it's raining and there's a thunderclap afterwards, they've made it into into heaven. But if it's raining and there's a thunderclap during the funeral or the burial, it means they went the other direction. What happens if it's a really nice day? Then it doesn't mean either of those things. So what what happens to the soul then? There's no sign for it. So we're just hoping. We're hoping, hoping they got that there. Bob, our friend, has gone to where they need to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's opening a can of worms. That is. Yep. So you, you so really you're hoping for it to rain. In the Appalachian and, Mountains, and yes. then just hope to God that that you know you don't get the thunder uh, and yeah. lightning happening during. You want during. it after. You want it. Ah, oh, okay. After that. After. Right. Um, in the Jewish culture, they cover all their mirrors. Yep. 
uh, because they believe you should be focusing on the person that's passed away, not yourself. Okay. Yep. Um, then yeah, there I've I've heard of other cultures doing it where uh, their chapel or their temple they don't have any windows or mirrors for that reason that the soul uh, or spirit can if it sees itself then it doesn't move on doesn't mm -hmm. move forward. Yep, I've heard that. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, this is also another one that's back to cards, and it's pretty much a hearse shouldn't stop during a funeral procession. So. If in the early days in the United States uh, this one came from, but if uh, people thought that if the hearse stopped outside your house, okay, on the way to, the, to a funeral, that house meant that there would be a, that people in that house would experience the death of the family. So you wouldn't want to be living near a set of traffic lights or anything, really. No, it's just go through red. Mm -hmm. Just keep going. Yeah. I knew there was a reason we had just had to keep going. <laughs> yeah. But in the doesn't African always end well though. <laughs> In the yeah. African culture, they believe that if the hearse stops three times in a row on the way to the funeral, then the family will experience three lots, three one or one to oh three more God. deaths in a row. Yeah, no, wow. Um, here's another interesting one: um, is in the early days again back in the Appalachian area. Um, area. <laughs> area. Yep. If you stood near a dead body, you know during the funeral. It was actually a good thing. So it meant that uh, you could be cured of a whole variety of illnesses, even from toothaches to boils. So you'd have people just lining up. Lining to up go. to stand as close as possible. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So there's some interesting ones. Far some out. Dif some different ones. Some ones and, you know, there's. I was quite interested to see there was quite a few around the, the actual hearse, the actual car, the transport. There was another one I was thinking of. Uh, I, I think it's in the Asian country uh, areas as well, where twelve months after, actually, it might be China. Twelve months after the person has been buried, mm -hmm. um, they've got uh, the underprivileged, the people that just are homeless or just got no money or anything else like that, that actually live in the cemetery itself, and. For any of the old crypts that are there, that's what they use as their bed, right? Mm -hmm. But what they get done is they get fed by, I'm assuming it's the government, for them to then dig up those deceased after 12 months, pick up all the bones, scrape them, do whatever else, so all the scraps or anything that's left after, then that just goes to, I don't know if that goes to animals or what it goes to, but, yeah, they dig these, these deceased up do what they need to do and then yeah so those bones then get crushed or or and then given back to the family so they don't get reburied no because the reason for that is there's not enough land in china oh for, so for even if you sites. wanted to be buried yeah, you're only allowed to be buried yeah, for a too, year too bad wow um, in and, and now I'm talking about this there's probably some areas but these these poor souls and i guess someone's got to do it um that they don't have any other life apart from digging up those graves, getting the deceased out. So even if they're half decomposed, I was just going to say a year. They're, not they're always... then using machetes to then <gasps> uh, just the just the thought of it oh is, is enough. Um, yeah, but then they do what they need to do, and then they crush these bones with big rocks. I was and, just going to say, is it manually crushed? Yeah. Oh or? yeah, yeah, because they wouldn't have the machinery in in there to do wow. that. And then yeah, they're given given back to the family or 
Oh my god, I've never heard that. Yeah. Mm-mm. Um yeah, not <laughs> wouldn't be on my no. list of things to do. So if you if you pass if any if you know of anyone that's passed away in China or even if someone does pass away in China, touch wood that they don't. But yeah, get them back. Get mm. them back. Don't don't leave them over there. Because my, you know, look, if if you're buried, you're laid to rest. That's it. That done. should be it. That's it. Done. Um, you know, even I've even heard of where um, there's been uh, or native type gravesides that have actually then had a freeway put through, but they've dug all the deceased up and moved them. You know six to eight feet to the left because that's where the turning lane's going to go. But like, isn't there, here here in Melbourne, there's a shopping centre where most of the car parks. Oh, no, that, that yeah, that's, yeah, that's Oakley. But I don't yeah. know. Yeah, there's graves I, I, there. I don't know if, um, yeah, it's sort of like oh, I'm going to, Oh, my parking spot's the one where Mr. Brown is. Exactly, yeah. Um, but, yeah, yeah. But I don't – I've never, ever had to deal with any of that. I don't even know how old they are. They'd probably be, I suppose, heritage even That might even be another, another trip somewhere. But, mm. um, yeah, let's uh, – let me see if I can think of something else here. Hang on. Hmm. I think – oh, the other thing that – and I'm not sure if it actually went through, and we can get back to you about this anyway, but um, – in in Victoria, so in Australia, um, obviously where Emma and I are in Melbourne. Now, in the outer outer part of Melbourne or in the Victoria, they were going to put a cemetery where the deceased was going to be vertical rather than horizontal to be able to cut down on the amount of land that's used for a horizontal grave. Mm-hmm. Now, I think. I think there was some people that were buried like that, um, but then the, the general census was: well, I've been standing on my feet all bloody all, all my life. I'm not going to be standing when I die. So I don't know if that actually went through. But look, that's another that's another idea. Because look, land, you know, apart from the middle of Australia, and I'm sure around the world is the same. You've got huge big areas of sand or or um, what else is there, like deserts and things mm-hmm. like that, that, you know, you probably think, oh, nothing's ever going to grow in it, um, but you'd be surprised what grows in, in desert without water. Mm-hmm. Um, cactus. Uh, yeah, cactus, all of those type of things, you know. I'm sure when it came to a graveside that, you know, that might be another area where people can go rather than, um, you know, the inner suburb type things too. Like if, if we ever got to the point, uh, it probably won't be in our lifetime, but down the track, you know, utilise that space because especially Australia in the middle of it, we've got all this space oh, yeah. that no one ever wants to use. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure if you keep digging and you're digging and you're digging, you'll probably find some solid things there or even drill down and yeah. be able to do that. Um, the other thing I was just thinking of, I think it was the Himalayans where um, deceased persons were actually buried on the side of a cliff Oh, yes. Um, now, you, you wouldn't want to be afraid of heights, I especially am. the person that um, had, would have to lower or secure uh, this coffin. Now, we're just talking of a just a... But they're in rock sort of thing. Yeah, like, like how are they secure? A, attached, yeah. So this rickety old coffin, which I guess in their cultures too, it's like, you know, it's only just a, a reciprocal for them to, um, you know, basically deteriorate in. Um, but yeah, these these coffins are attached to to the cliff, oh. um, and uh, 
We'll probably do more um, of a lot of the certain countries in their rituals. Like there's a lot of Tibetan, um, like the Tibetan vulture burials. Um, and if you look that up on YouTube, Tibetan vulture um, yeah, with burials, the sky burials, we sky talk, yeah, burials. That's right. um, you, you will, yeah, your mouth will be down. Yeah, um, it's, it was fascinating. It's, when it's we were quite confronting, about those. but. You know, there was a purpose for this. Exactly. Um, once again, there's these low, uh, you know, a lot of those countries are either third world or, or you know, poverty stricken anyway, where everyone's got a certain job. Now, these vultures, I tell you what, are nearly the size of a of a, of a standing human. Mm-hmm. They are absolutely huge. But um, it is definitely worth uh, a look. Um, but... Uh, it's just, an eye opener. Just, just a bit of a disclosure that you know, just be prepared for it. I probably wouldn't be putting it on your TV or your computer around children no. or anyone else like that. It no. might be something that you you do on the toilet. I don't know. Um, it was something where it's where it's all private. Um, the other, I think it was once again. I think that was an Asian country as well or Asian area where they uh, actually could have even been. Even just have this thing of like maybe Mexico, and now that might might not be right. But what they do is every two to three years, they bring their loved one out. They redress they, them. And they redress them. Yep, and they, they have a celebration with and them. And they give them a smoke. They yes. give them a drink. They, you know, walk them around town. Um, yeah, like yeah, there were pictures souls. of Yeah, there were pictures of, a, of one where he went and sat with his mum. When his yeah. mum had passed and put a cigarette in her hand. And yeah. 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 Yeah, um, it was, yeah. And, and it really, yeah. Um, I, I don't know how you guys would feel about it. Um, but, you know, look, I don't know. I, like I said, I, I believe that once you're laid to rest, you're laid to rest. And then all the things that you have there, you can sit and memorize about, you know, mum, dad, or whoever. Um, you know, but, what I you know find... that fulfills their 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 life, I guess. So, but then there's the thing. other side of it, especially like we've seen come out of America quite a few times. You know, um, the person is fully embalmed. And there, there was one where he was sitting on his motorbike. Oh yeah, in a big yeah, yeah, gl- yeah. city, and he was buried um, with his motorbike. The American side of things, um, they obviously, you know, for those any Americans or anything else like that that are listening at the moment. You know what we talk about. Everything that your country seems to do is quite grand and big, which mm-hmm. is fantastic. At the end of the day, um, you know, even how I learned to do certain things uh, does stem back from a lot of the uh, the, the American way as well. Um, a lot of the tools and equipment that I have are from the US. Yes, they are, yes. Because Australia um, either is overpriced or just hasn't got the same product as what the US has. Um but yeah, they they'll basically do anything. They'll put metal rods into your spine. They'll sit you up. They'll it was um, put you yeah put you on your motorbike. Um, yeah, because his coffin was a big glass. That's right. Yeah, thing. and people getting buried in like uh, Lincoln cars, cars and, yes. and um, look if you're a grave robber, far out. What a what a struggle that would be is if you wanted to get that vehicle out. Um, but yeah, that uh, I guess once again it comes down to what their passion was and what uh, what they found. It would cost them an arm oh, and a leg. Okay. Um, but you know, then then the other side is you're inflicting um, more trauma to the person that's passed away. You know, 
I understand the embalming process and and the uh, for you to say farewell to your loved one. I understand that, but they're normally laying down at the time. Mm. I don't know if um, yeah, having someone seated or or standing up against the wall, um, you know, playing a game of poker or whatever else there is and things like that. I, I don't know. I don't know if. If I'm a, a real big fan of that, I don't think we've that. ever seen anything like it in Australia. But wow, what yeah. what, what an eye opener! Yeah, um, yeah, and just think, just think to yourselves, what what would you, you know, if if you went and saw your mate, you know, love bikes or something else like that, and mm-hmm. you were sitting on his Ducati, what would you, you know, what would you um, be thinking at the time? There was um, also one other one that I read. It was a bit of a funny one. And this gentleman had actually set everything up. So he had organised his, his funeral. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he had cancer or something. So he was, you know, he was prepared for what was happening. And he had organised with the funeral director that during the funeral a recording would be played from inside his coffin. Yeah. Wow. Yep. And he was yelling, let me out. Yeah. <laughs> That would, and that, that would, had everyone that, in hysterics because they knew that's what yeah, he would do. That that would be something that yeah that uh, playing yeah. a pra- practical joke yeah, on I, the congregation. Yeah, I I can yeah that yep. that one I can get. Yep. Um, but yeah, some of some of the other things, man. Oh my god. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, well, there is just so many different um rituals and and other beliefs around the world and. You know, our job is is to probably now to maybe suss out some more. Oh, I've um, already got ideas. Don't you oh, worry. So there's probably you know another thirty or forty different rituals that happens around the world, um, but also you know even some of the ones that we do in Australia. So we'll share more of them mm-hmm. down the track. Um, but I want to thank you all for joining us today and. Um, you know, allowing us to be in your ears for this period of time. Thank you very much, Emma. Thank you. And uh, we look forward to you joining us again uh, at some other time. Uh, And I hope you're enjoying the podcast that we're doing. Spread it out to everyone. We're on TikTok, Brember Family Funerals, B-R-E-M for Mary, B-E-R, also on Facebook. Um, and until we come back on again, take care for now. Bye-bye.